Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Spartan 117, and you're listening to the Horrible Movie Podcast. Now, finish the fight. Chief out. Coming to NBC this fall, it's Major Cuts. He runs a barber shop on a military base during the day, but at night, he's a ninja in the Takagura Dojo. Attention! That's right. He's Major Cuts. Private, what type of cut can I give you? Uh, I, I just, uh, I just want a high and tight, but please don't trim it too. And that's right, it's Major Cuts. We have to dismantle this bomb before the Cobra Kai get away with the jewels. I'll just take out my straight razor and, oh no, too close to shave. That's right, it's Major Cuts. Coming to NBC this fall. Attention! At ease, Private. Hey, here's our song of the week. It's by an artist named Rachel Reese. An awesome song called Settled Up. Hi, this is Rachel Reese, live from Austin, Texas. You're listening to the Horrible Movie Podcast with Jack. This is my song, Settled Up, off of my newest EP, Siren. You can find the rest of my music on iTunes or Spotify or connect with me on Facebook at Rachel Reese Music or on Instagram at Rachel Reese underscore. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy. So we have a great relationship with NBC. They send us so many great uh, trailers for their their stuff coming up. Uh, that's actually based on a character that uh, Phil pitched. Uh, we actually played music at a church camp. Um, it's been a few years ago now, and he the church camp was up by Fort Leonard Wood. And so we um, he went we, not we but he went to go get his haircut, and this lady barber she was a lady barber, and she was there, and she cut. She cut him so like so bad, like uh, hitting his like hitting the line around you know how yeah. you, you shape it off that she made him bleed. Major cut, and the when the and the barbershop's called Major Cuts, and that <laughs> that and that's real. That is real, and all that's real. And Major Cuts is real. What am I saying? It's a new show coming to NBC this fall. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so folks, uh, thanks for thanks for tuning in here. Uh, welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast. Brayden Hughes, welcome to the show. That's me. Yeah. Actually, hold on. Let's get a, a better, better one. Can you hit 
I, maybe not in Spreaker. Can we do that, huh? Yeah. Well, no, I got to do it for my laptop now. Oh. Because we have how, how easy is that? Uh, give me about five seconds. All right. So I'm going to stall. Okay. And then we're okay. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, Brayden Hughes. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Look at, look, listen we, to that. We got, we got a big crowd here at the live supplies. show. Thank you. Thank you for Brayden. Okay. Uh, Brayden's here. We're also uh, producer Phil's in the house. Uh, so, yeah. Um, how's it going? It's going great. It's going pretty good. Um, you are finishing up school. It's March-ish, late March, mm-hmm. past the Ides of March. <laughs> and we are now in the back side of March. I'm not sure what Julius Caesar would have called that. He wasn't around to see it. Yeah, he got stabbed a bunch. Right, he got stabbed in the eyes of March, and then, uh, you know, late March. So, uh, just ramping it up here. You're about done with school. Yeah, almost. I think we get out uh, in May. Seniors get out before everybody else in the school. You're pretty pumped? Oh, yeah, I'm pumped. Uh, Freedom freedom and responsibility are just over the hillside. Yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. It is all. It's great. It's (laughs) phenomenal. Um, You uh, brought to me uh, via... Uh, email. I, I feel like whenever you and I talked initially, you talked about this movie, um, Kong, mm-hmm. Skull Island. Um, what what do you hate so much about this movie? Just, um, just brief stuff. Not don't give too much away. We'd hate for people to, you know, hear the whole plot right now. We we'll go. I hate that a whole bunch of great actors got brought into this train wreck mm-hmm. of a movie. That's what I hate most about it. Um, I found myself. Asking why Kong Skull Island? Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, we'll get more into that in a bit, though. Um, very cool. Now you said in general you're not a huge Kong fan anyway. You're not like must watch monster movies. Godzilla. Godzilla was actually pretty good. You I like and you like that? Yeah, I like Godzilla more than Kong by an exponential amount. <laughs> okay, I liked the Godzilla movie. The yeah, it was pretty good. Brian Cranston. Well, Brian Cranston. He died like immediately. Fifteen minute Brian Cranston. That's true. <laughs> And um, uh, I liked it a lot. I did enjoy yeah. it a lot. Are they trying to build a crossover between this and that? I have no idea. Uh, really? Okay, well, we need to look that up. We need to find the studios. Phil, if you can find out which studio well, that is. Okay, when you said that, it reminded me of um, The Mummy, like the, the one that just came out last year. Um, they are supposed to make that into some kind of franchise, like movie, what do they call that? Um, no. Cinematic yeah. Universe? Yeah, yeah. something else. What's that called? The Dark Universe, Cinematic yeah. Universe, yeah, du- two universes. Because like Swamp Thing is is supposed to come out soon, and it's supposed to be, but it's all supposed to be in the same universe. Like all all these characters, basically what MCU is is mm-hmm. what they want to do with the Dark Universe. But I don't, I don't know. That, the movie Tom was, Cruise's The Mummy was supposed to be in that. Is yeah, it was supposed to be that 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 the Mummy that came out last year was was supposed to be the Iron Man of this new universe that they're creating. Oh, yeah, great idea. Yeah. But the, the movie would flop so bad, and now, now, this, now the speculation is, will they even do it? Yeah. So. Probably not. Um, okay. Well, it is time. It is time for uh, some deets. The details of the movie. And, oh, by the way, Braden, uh, after this, mm-hmm. you, uh, you have to do 30-second synopsis. Got it. So be formulating it in your mind. <laughs> how to formulate, how to, how to solve the Kong Skull Island curse. Um, Kong Skull Island, directed by Jordan Vogue Roberts, produced by Thomas Tull. Thomas Tull. He's not so dull, but it's Thomas Tull. <laughs> He's done movies on this podcast before because I've already did this rhyme. Thomas Tull. Thanks, Thomas. Um, based on King Kong by Marion C. Cooper. Marion, see you later. Thanks for making this thing. Um <laughs> Anyway, starring Tom Hiddleston, that's Loki. Mm-hmm. And in the in this, when we talk about this, I will refer to him as Loki. Um, <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson will be Samuel L. Jackson in the movie. Um, John Goodman will be Samuel will be John Goodman, <laughs> uh, not Samuel L. Jackson, will be John Goodman. Brie Larson is in this as the uh, maiden damsel in distress, and then a cast of others: Toby Kebbell, three time, three time, three times on this show. He has been on three movies now. He was on the Fantastic Four reboot. He was on Warcraft. And here he is in this one. Thank you, Toby Kebble. And he gets cut a bit in half. <laughs> um, and then let's see anyone else. John C. Riley plays John a C. Riley. great best character of the whole movie. Actually, that's true. Yeah. Best character of the whole movie. Um, just make the movie about him. <laughs> um, 
editing was okay, so I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Richard Pearson. I normally, on bad movies, will rip on whenever they list someone as an editor. Yeah. And it's bad. I go, well, you you got credit for that. <laughs> and then, um, uh, distributed by Warner Brothers. Um, release date, February 28th, 2007. Yeah, that was, uh, never mind. March 10th, 2017. Uh, about a year ago. And then, um, budget of $185 million, And it made... 566 million. It's okay. I we've had movies on here that have made a billion dollars. So yeah. So don't you know, <laughs> no worries. Um, there it is. Okay. So with that said, are you ready, Braden? I'm ready. For a 30 second synopsis. Um on an island somewhere in the South Pacific, there is a segment that is a legendary segment. We've heard about. We've only seen it from satellite imagery, and it's called 30 second synopsis. 30 second synopsis. Skull, uh, Skull Island. Kong Skull Island. Ready, Braden Hughes, go. So John Goodman, he's this uh, he's this guy that wants to go to uh, a mysterious island and figure out what is on it. He knows that there's stuff on it, but he doesn't want to tell anybody else because he wants to be the first to see it. So uh, he gets uh, he gets this project going because they don't want the Russians to get there first because this is 1970s Cold War stuff. So they get to the island. First thing they see is Big Kong, kills a bunch of people, knocks out a bunch of copters, right? And then uh, they basically are trying to get to this, like, export site where they all get to go off the island. Close. Pretty good, really. Yeah. They're just trying to... They get to the island and then realize, we really don't want to be on this island. (laughs) (laughs) And so then it's like, but Samuel Jackson being Samuel Jackson, he's mad. He has to kill as many people as possible. Yeah. Yeah, the Sith. We got this. Is the Sith Lord? He thinks that King Kong is a Sith. That was that was actually a really good synopsis. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I definitely got the gist of it based on what you said. That you, in in your deeds, you definitely should have talked about the running time being a lot shorter than the last Kong movie. That did go on forever. The the Peter Jackson one was like oh, it was almost three hours. It yeah, was, was brutal too. Mm. Woof woof. I say woof not a great track record for Kong no and then we'll talk about that more Uh, when we come back we'll talk about the plot and we will uh, delve into this bad boy all right we'll be right uh, back all right um, let's talk about the plot here you know the uh, the movie begins two World War II pilots one uh, Japanese Mm -hmm. and one apparently John C. Riley. We didn't know it at the time. Who knows? Who knows? Because it was 30 years you know, prior. And um, they crash on this island. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting. Fight, fight, fight. Fight, fight, fight. And then Kong's gigantor hand climbs up mm-hmm. and, and says hi, I guess. And they become friends. Yeah. We find out later they become buddies. Mm-hmm. And um, Kong is actually a protector of the island. Yeah. Um. Segway to John Goodman. Mm-hmm. John Goodman is uh, trying to get an expedition to the island. Like before the Russians do. He's trying to beat the Russians. That's his explanation of why he needs all this money. The Russians are putting a satellite into space, correct? I think so. Right. The Russians are putting a satellite into space, and they're going to be able to see this island. And what's on this island? Because they've got satellite footage of... Not footage, but satellite pictures of something big on the island. Mm. And John Goodman knows that. And that's why he's sending them to beat the Russians there. Because soon the Russians will be able to go there as well. I think that's right. Yeah. Which we don't really cover in the movie. I guess the Russians would be fine to go there because Kong's just going to eat them. Yeah. <laughs> or the other little baddies that are on the island. The weird bat things. They were the little bat things were the worst one for me. Yeah, those were those were rough. Are you, are you talking about the ones that fly? Yeah, the, the little creature. They guys. ripped that guy's arm off. Oh my that one gosh, thing. it was oh, brutal. It was the stick monster thing. Pointless. Um, it, it, did it at least look real? No, it looked real. Oh yeah, yeah. It looked, looked great. Really. Yeah, it was actually just a weird movie. Really good. Just a weird. Anyway, we'll talk about that. John Goodman, who went to Missouri State, by the way, mm-hmm. and um, is from St. Louis, and he is also in the Big Lebowski. Love that movie. Yeah, he's great. And he uh, hires um, Loki, Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish it was Loki. Now, that's a movie I could really buy it would, into. It would have been better. Loki and Kong. <laughs> Loki fights Kong. Um, Gosh, so that's such a great idea. Yeah. Well, I, I would watch that what, movie. MCU. <laughs> well, who write? There's got to be a comic book of those monsters 
um, that someone's writing that Marvel or DC or someone or Image or someone owns the rights to that. Owns the rights to Kong? I, I look it up on your Google. Machine. I don't know that Kong could be in Marvel comics, but they could just make up a kaiju monster, yeah. right? Well, they've already DC's got Gorilla Grodd. I guess it's different because he's just a gorilla. He's, he's a lot smaller. smaller. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they have the satellite imagery. Uh, we've got Loki on board to be the cool guy. He's um, he's like the British uh, special forces. Yeah, yeah, he is these. He's sort of. If this were Jurassic Park, he'd be either the Velociraptor guy. He might be kind of like Chris Pratt. Or on the original, he might be the one guy that says clever girl a bunch and then gets bit. <laughs> um, or Sam Neill. He may be the Sam Neill of the story. And then but the soldiers. So we have a group of scientists that are going, mm-hmm. headed up by the guy that I always think is Agent Coulson. But it's not Agent Coulson. It's the other actor that looks just like <laughs> Agent Coulson. And then um, they have scientists, and then they have soldiers. Mm-hmm. The soldiers are who's in charge of them and his Jedi Knights? Samuel L. Jackson. Of course. What do you think about Samuel Jackson, Braden? Uh, he's pretty good in a lot of stuff. He's also very bad in a lot of stuff. So, there you uh, go. David, David's. Let's see what, if Braden agrees with this. But David in the chat said Samuel Jackson just chewed the scenery every time he was on. Uh, least favorite character is it? Is he like just like stretching? You feel like he's stretching out scenes. Very, like, very predictable. Really? Yeah. Wow. There's like this one scene where he's looking at Kong like they have beef that they haven't settled yet. But Kong is like this gigantic monster. And he's like three feet tall. Right. Yeah. He's it's like not going to work out. <laughs> he's an ant to Kong. So they hop on a gigantic plane, helicopter or something. I can't Multiple how- helicopters. Helicopters. Yeah. They get it to the island. Uh, this is, by the way, um, during Vietnam. Like the very tail end of Vietnam. They're getting ready to get out of Vietnam and so that's why the Russians are going to start to work their way into it, and they know they've got to make their move now because the U.S. is going to pull out of Vietnam. Nixon is the president. He makes a little cameo um, just on the on the screen a little bit, just saying he's getting out of the war. It's not any new footage, and they didn't use CGI, and it's not General Tarkin. Um, <laughs> never mind. All right, I digress. Okay, so they um, land in Vietnam, then they go, then they jump over on these helicopters to this south pacific island um they fly up and in the distance there's a gorilla in the mist and it's the largest gorilla ever red flag number one with this movie is that they wasted no time showing the biggest creature that is the center of the movie like 15 minutes in you sam like Uh immediately yeah and he is huge huge they should have just if john goodman was looking for proof that there was this thing on the island they're flying in Take a picture, fly away. <laughs> There's not really Photoshop. I mean, there was probably some ability to shot to Photoshop some things in, but it's just like like back in the day, you know, you could have done it, but it would look cruddy. Yeah. You know? Anyway. I <laughs> yeah, that would have been a bad movie though, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> a good Polaroid it, commercial. It actually would have been better. Yeah, probably been better. <laughs> and then research it and then go back ten years later. All right. Um, so they fly in. They immediately start shooting at Kong. Kong swats them down because, you know, he hates helicopters. <laughs> and um, they, they get separated into um, two groups, okay, two separate groups. They're get, mm-hmm. kind of flanked out. And then one person, Toby Kebbell, like I said, three times, three times, three times on our show, um, he's by himself. Yeah. He's on his own. He has a radio. It's starting to crap out, though, because like we said in our live chat, just like with our radios today, for some reason, um, they are, you know, that, that crapped out. So um, he, he's on his own. Samuel Jackson knows he needs to go find him at some point. But Samuel Jackson also wants retribution, wants to get revenge on Kong. He thinks Kong is he's there to kill Kong. Yeah. Um, now, on the other side, Loki and what's her face? Brie Larson. Brie Larson is like, no, no, no. We 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 want to discover more about this island. So they have some misadventures. They stumble upon, or rewind. There's they they are stumbled upon by John C. Riley, mm-hmm. who is the pilot from the beginning of the movie, and he's all bearded up, and he's older. Well, first they find this tribe of like native people that mm. are living there that were in the walls for however long before these people came <laughs> along, hiding out. <laughs> they just come out of the walls like they've been waiting. <laughs> that was very uh, Temple of Doom esque, wasn't it? So they pulls out his heart from his right. chest. 
Um, and so then they become fast friends with them because John C. Riley speaks their non-language that they don't really speak. They, they don't talk. Yeah. He just uses eye movements or whatever. Um, Samuel Jackson is slugging through the wilderness, being attacked by animals. They're fighting them off. There's all kinds of other creatures on this island. Um, and then they finally decide, um, John C. Riley kind of says, we, you know, we need to meet up with your group. You're led to believe that their group is going to meet them in the next, like in three days on the north mm-hmm. side of the island. Yeah. Which John C. Riley's like, you can't make it there straight on because there's too many crappy things in between. Is that right? Yeah. There's like this big thing where all these uh, skull crawlers is what he calls them for like half the movie. Yeah. And then they don't call them that now. Yeah. But uh, they're like in this big pit and they got to go through the pit to get to the extraction, but he doesn't want them to do it. So. Because it's just bad. Yeah, it's, it's bad news, yeah. It's really a bad place because it's like, what's all that stuff falling in there? Just the dead skin of all the <laughs> animals that have died in there? There's a Triceratops um, uh, uh, carcass body. Skull. Skull, yeah. right? Um, in there and a number of other things. Another gigantic ape type scenario mm-hmm. head in there. Yeah. You're led to believe it's Kong had a family. This is true. This is true. Are you serious? And this is true. this is what the stories on the wall in their in their uh, little village says. Oh, okay. That he had a family, and there's a picture depicting two gigantic um, apes, and they're skeletons. And then it's true. And Kong looking over them, and he's watching them, and he knows they're dead. And he's uh, uh, that's apparently his parents. Is Sorry for the dumb question. I haven't no, seen the nothing, movie. No dumb questions is, is when it comes a, to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> is this a prequel? Is this like the first time that you ever see Kong? Yeah. Well, I mean, we've seen Kong in other movies. but Right. But like, is this supposed to exist at the beginning of the timeline? I think this is the beginning of what they were going to put together, right? I think so. And they're going to yeah. move forward. And at some point in the future, we'll see him. I think this is like the backstory to Kong. This is okay. like the solo uh, Wolverine solo movie about his backstory. Right. right. Supposedly. Okay. Maybe. Yes. I think I think that's right. And um so they are trying to get to the other side of the island. Um Kong, we find out, is actually the protector of the island. Oh, by the way, when they came in their helicopters, they were bombing the island. Yeah. With like scientific equipment. But why? Why were they bombing it? <laughs> well they they literally just started dropping bombs. How I understand it is that they said that they will be dropping scientific equipment shaped like missiles to stick into the ground, but then they started blowing up for no reason. That's yeah, how I Yeah, it was really dumb. It. Like yeah. it was like it was supposed to be non-explosive, <laughs> is what they told us, but they switched it really quick to blowing up the entire island. Yeah, that was a weird piece of it. <laughs> they blew and they blew up, and they're like, "Look, the the way the 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 explosions are when they radiate down, it's showing that it's hollow underneath." So then you're led to believe there's more to this island than meets the eye. I feel like this is probably the island from Lost. Uh, yeah. At some level. Smoke monster and all. Smoke monster's there. <laughs> you know, Jacob is there. Everyone's there. Um, so they um, have bombed this island. They're trying to show that. Well, inside of this island, they started bombing it. All the little monsters started to kind of come out. Yeah. And uh, not the little monsters for like Maurice from Little Monsters with Fred Savage, but um, little monsters, this little bitty skull crawler things they have these two legs and they're lizards and they walk around they're like like lizards with no back legs yeah yeah it's weird it's like a salamander that's huge they just drag themselves yeah they have a nasty mouth thing big long tongue really gross um so anyway the two groups come together john c Riley says yeah we need to go home we need to get home now i'm 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 allowing myself to leave this island because he'd be he'd been here for 30 years yeah he's leaving he's going off he grabs his uh Former uh, Japanese uh, enemy's uh, sword is katana, and they uh, and they apparently before you know they they had become friends because they live on an island together. We should say before we go on that that single guy that was by himself is already dead. Basically, has no point in the story where he means anything to the plot. He just dies. Other than <laughs> other than it was we've got to go find him. Yeah, and then it was like the point of getting the MacGuffin to get them to go off off their track. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. That makes sense. And when he died, I was just like, "Oh, stupid! Why?" <laughs> John Goodman dies at one point filming. He gets swallowed by a monster. He's in the, like most of the trailer. Dies halfway through the movie. And then you're bummed out because you like John Goodman. Yeah. So and then um anyway, he, the, he's been in two kaiju movies in the, the last ten five years or whatever because he was oh, in Clo- uh, yeah Cloverfield. Yeah. Ooh, but that's pretty good. 
better than this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, way better than this. Um, Toby Kebble, though, is by himself. And like Braden said, he's like, he is um, eaten by one of the the smaller uh, skull crawler things. Yeah. And then um, he, the, they, the two groups go off. Uh, they for, come back together and they're going on this boat and they're trying to get out of there, right? But Samuel Jackson, being Samuel Jackson, is like, we got to get revenge on, <laughs> on King Kong. Because if we don't, Palpatine's going to kill us all. Never mind. I almost did. I almost did. Uh, what's the one movie he's in? That's the uh, a time to kill. I almost went to that one. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. Okay. All right. Anyway, that's a great movie, by the way. If you've ever seen it. Nope. Time to kill. You should watch. It's good. Um, it's probably Samuel's best work. Um, so they um go back and backtrack to find Toby Kebble and to kill Kong apparently, but at this point, then when they figure out Toby Kebble has been eaten. They find his dog tags on a nasty devoured skull thing. Gross. Yeah, this thing threw up his skull. Yeah, with the dog. It's tags. really, it was really oh. graphic. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really gross. You're right. And um, so then they're like, "We got to get out of here," but Samuel has to, absolutely has to kill Kong. So, um, Loki and what's her face, Brie Larson, Brie Larson mm-hmm. go the other direction, um, and they're going to try to get out of there. Well, they're all trying to go, and then they decide that uh, Loki and Brie Larson are going to go back and try to stop Samuel L. Jackson from killing Kong because they know he's good. Because they disagree with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> they don't have a digestive track, apparently. David, in the live chat, is asking about the digestive track of these skull crawlers. I, I don't no think idea. so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it hasn't evolved yet on these on these creatures. I mean, it doesn't have back legs. So that's you know, true. That is true. It just can't be that far along. Gross. Um, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. All right. So anyway, Samuel Jackson sets up this um, trap for Kong with a. They light the whole lake on fire. There's like this small lake thing, and they fill it with gas- gasoline? gasoline. I guess. Where they get all the gasoline? It's like napalm or something. <laughs> and then they. Um, is and, that scientifically accurate? Can you fill a lake with gasoline and just light it on fire? That's what they did. The top would have something on it, but they had chemicals for their flamethrowers. Yeah. I mean, anyway. And oil and, and uh, water separate, but it's not always oil on the top, right? No, I, I don't the know. Oil, oil would end up on the I don't think it was oil, though. It wasn't you know, like of, of the, or anything. Of the I three no of idea. us, only one of us have taken a science class recently, so. That's true. <laughs> it might have to be Braden's. That's true. Call on this one. That's true. <laughs> I will say this though that um, they get um, they try to get Kong. It really weakens Kong, mm-hmm. but that leaves the main uh, skull crawler thing to come out and attack him. Right? It's attacking him. Loki and Brie Larson show back up to save him. They fight off Samuel Jackson. Well, the thing is, like Kong gets burnt up and then falls down, and they're gonna blow him up with explosives. Yeah. But then he gets back up and fights off this big monster. Yeah, he can do it. The, yeah, the mama skull crawler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Barely huge one. But in before he does that, Samuel Jackson is about ready to pull the, push the trigger on the explosive, and Kong just reaches out and goes <laughs> and squashes him. Nice and kills him. That's pretty great. Um, it's like that part on Deep Deep Blue. Was it Deep Blue Sea? Which was one of the, where he's trying to find that shark, and the shark comes up and eats him off the land. Anyway, it's really weird. The movie he was given Samuel. Some speech. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> He anyway, gets, he gets uh, killed a lot. Yeah, he did. Well, he does a lot of movies. That's true. <laughs> he's in a ton of movies. I think he has like the biggest catalog of any actor. Yeah, he I does think. a ton of movies. He's, yeah, he's been around. So they make their way. Finally, they make their way away. Um, Kong fights like man. Like I feel like all night long. Yeah, and eventually kills this. Kills the main. But movie. I will say the best part of the movie is the big fight. Probably he pulls out this propeller from this old ship that somehow got through to this island yes. that no one can touch. Yes. So he pulls out this <laughs> propeller from this rusty boat and uses like brass knuckles, kind of. Yeah. It, was, it was honestly pretty cool. That's and, cool. Yeah, and they, um, he, the monster tries to bite his arm off and just like ingest his arm, and he reaches in and rips out its entire like intestines, everything else. It's Ooh. amazing. He has Brie Larson in his hand too. Like I don't know if it's that hand, but she mm. fell off the cliff and he went and saved her. That you is know? true, and like he would probably actually so, classic crush her. Like, yeah, I was gonna say like every Kong movie has like that girl, right? The Kong kind of like wants to yeah. protect. And and she'll be back. Yeah. She'll be back in the next one. They they definitely lost it a little bit though. Like every Kong movie is basically about the damsel and Kong 
pretty much. She's just kind of like a side character in this one, right? right I would say. That's unfortunate. Now, barring it, they make another one because, like I said, that the it is one of those where, as the helicopters come in, they make it to the north north side of the island. The helicopters come in, and then as they're driving, uh, they're driving away. They're flying away. Um, you can see the reflection of them in Kong's eyes mm. as he's flying away, and um, you knew that the next time he sees those helicopters, they'll be flying around his head around the Empire State Building or something. That would be pretty cool. I'm getting, I'd probably watch it. I'm getting some strong Jurassic Park vibes. There are. Yeah. I think. It was worse than Jurassic World, though, by a long shot. Yeah, I, yeah. I think. Here's what I'm going to tell you. There, I can guarantee you they're going to make a second one of these because, it. I mean, it made, it made you know, $300 million. And, I mean, it looked good. It, it made $400 million, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, there, it looks good, but I would like to see him crushing... The big payoff for Kong or Godzilla or anything is what? What's the big payoff in in a monster movie? Them what? Ru- walking through downtown, whatever major city, yeah. Yeah, you're like New York, Chicago, and him yeah. just crushing things. So they're gonna do that. People love destruction. That'd be cool. So they'll they'll make another one based on that, and they'll probably be better than this. Thing. I think that's why Godzilla is so good is because. It's not on a remote island that no one cares about. Right. Yeah. Well, there has to be st- <laughs> high stakes. Like, the, the entire city is in danger, you know? Well, um, we will um, continue our conversation about this. It's one of those where, um, yeah, it could have been better. But anyway, when we come back, we're going to uh, talk about goods and bads. We're going to rate this movie, and then we're going to talk about what you've been into lately. All right. We'll be right good. back. Uh, so let's do this. Goods and bads. What are some goods, Braden, on this movie? Uh, visual effects were pretty great. And I will say the editing on the scene where the choppers are going down in the very beginning, that seems pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. But uh, soundtrack was also good. A lot of 70s music. Yes, it was 60s good. 60s music. They've it was pretty learned, good soundtrack. They've learned with movies that people want to hear a little bit of eclectic sound. Yeah. We don't have to always hear Breaking Benjamin or Seether on every. You have to have at On least. every uh, soundtrack for rock and stuff. You have to have at least three Credence songs on every period piece. Well, if it's the v- if it's Vietnam, yeah, that's, yeah, that's apparently the only songs that were being played, <laughs> or Bob Dylan. I think they you had didn't two hear of any them. Bob Dylan on this, so yeah, that's true. You did hear Black Sabbath though. It's true, that is true. As they're getting crushed by Par- a- paranoid, yeah, yeah. Uh, paranoid. White Rabbit, Jefferson yeah. Airplane. Mm-hmm. That's in the scene when they're uh, trying to get Loki in the in like they're in this. Weird, like, Thailand bar. Where did that come from? Oh, I know. And he's having a fight, and they're like, that's the kind of guy we need to talk to you. Like, why is this guy so far away from where they're at? Yeah, I know. And they're like, that's our Han Solo And right he's there. British, too. Why is he in this weird country? I think the most on-the-nose on, the most on the nose song in the soundtrack I'm looking at right now is Run Through the Jungle by Cre- Credence. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's in every Vietnam yeah. movie. Yeah. I mean, every Vietnam movie. So, um. Okay, my goods on this, the casting was good. Cast was good too, and I don't, I don't mind. I make, I'm making fun of Samuel, but you know because he just plays Samuel in a lot of movies. <laughs> but I like him. Like I genuinely like him in movies. Um, I'm missing him. I'm really missing him as Nick Fury and things in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Does he come back at some point? Didn't he die? Is is he dead? I don't think he died. It's been, it's been a while. I thought he went away. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll fix it in post production. It'll be fine. <laughs> Um, that won't happen. Um, so I, I that and the visuals really good. The Kong looked fine. Like you know, oh, yeah. he didn't look corny. No. They didn't go. We've really got to stay true to what we can do. We're gonna put a guy in a monkey suit. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> like stop motion from the original one. <laughs> Anyway, it looked really. He looked really good in that. What are some bads? What's some bads? What 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 made you want to really do this movie? Well, right off the bat, we got the whole John Goodman dilemma. I saw the trailer and I was like, man, this movie's gonna be pretty good because John Goodman is pretty much ninety nine percent good. Yeah. Right. And then he dies like halfway through. Really. So you know, and yeah. it uh, it really ruined it for me. A second scene that really really uh, got me on edge was uh, the scene where I forget his name, but the guy that's off by himself. He's like uh, filling his canteen up in this lake thing, and he sees Kong come by. And, and, and this lake is probably knee-high. He's standing in this lake filling his thing up. So uh, Kong comes by, and he comes towards him, and he like runs towards the shore and is just watching. And this octopus, this big octopus, comes out of this knee-height 
water. <laughs> he was just standing in that lake. Right. Just standing there. And it's weird. This this thing is huge, like this giant octopus. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. That was it. So he was crawling through the water. Too. I have no idea. <laughs> and I did appreciate how um, King Kong ate that thing. Oh, yeah. Because cool. he pulls that thing out after he kills it and eats it. But I also was like, yeah, that was really weird. It was why pretty Toby, useless. Why wasn't Toby Kebble eaten? Yeah, I don't know. You saw it in the background. You see it in the background kind of move over, like before he was filling up his canteen. Yeah. And then it moved over. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so um, my bad, my, the worst part of this was just the fact that they did some numb school type stuff. Like, mm. like they're like making some decisions. You go, in this situation, you would just not. Yeah. You would just be like, let's just get out of here. Let's survive. Your bloodlust, like for Samuel Jackson's bloodlust, would not would not drive you to do the things that you just did. I mean, it's not like he's ever going to get off this island, supposedly. There's a big storm surrounding it. Nothing's going to happen if you just leave him there, you know? Right. Things will move on. <laughs> uh, the chat's talking about uh, camera flashes when John Goodman <gasps> is swallowed. Oh, yes. <laughs> what, so, what's that about? Oh, my gosh. So... John Goodman has this flash flash camera because in the seventies that's what you mm-hmm. did, did you okay. know a flash camera, and it's like it, it screws up at one point and it's like and he's trying to fix it, and I think he realizes that it, it's all messed up, but then it flashes off a little bit and then the big monster reaches down and just eats. Well, the him. thing is, he the thing is like flashing because he had it on continuous mode. If they even had that in cameras back then, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. But he was uh, he turned it around to fix it, and he saw the picture is the only thing that I could figure out. He saw the picture, and he just looks into the camera and just stares into the camera while he gets eaten because he saw it coming. He's just standing. Yeah, but why there. would you... anyway? So weird. No anyway. one's gonna react like that for a good three seconds. He's standing there waiting for his death to come yeah. swift. Yeah. And so then he gets eaten, but the camera also gets eaten. And that camera is flashing inside of that monster that ate him, and it's running around. And they're in this mist, mm-hmm. the dead dead zone area. Yeah. And all you see in the distance, like like they're being kind of uh, stalked by this animal, is this in the background, like in the mist, all around them. And it's like they're all freaking it's inside out inside his body, right? Yeah. yeah. But, it's, but you can see it through its skin. I guess apparently is thin enough or translucent enough to. King Kong's skin is tra- no. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This the skull skull crawler. Oh, that's animals. right. He, okay, that's right. I you got eaten by that. that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but that's why. And it was kind of lame. Yeah, I thought I thought it was kind of lame. Maybe David in live chat was saying <laughs> it's it, that was the best part of the movie. I don't think he was, but <laughs> yeah, that seems kind of like a joke more than yeah, like a serious moment. <laughs> Gosh, you know, yeah, he is saying that he loved the camera flashes. He's saying he loved the camera flashes because it it set up it set up the um the uh drama. It built the drama around the being It was stalked. tension. It was I tension. It built was it, tension of it. So okay, so it wasn't like a tense moment then. It was well, it was it it was tense but it was so clearly some like one writer said this would be a tense moment. It wasn't like naturally tense. Yeah, it felt yeah. written in to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But anyway. Huh. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um Let's any uh, any other bads? Uh, bads. Uh, not off the top of my head, I don't think. Um, I think um, I think this movie um suffers from being one of many in the Kong thing. We had Peter Jackson's King Kong, mm-hmm. and that was the first King Kong. I mean, that movie wasn't great, but it was better than this one. That's for sure. The the build up for that one was better than this build up mm-hmm. because that one was like oh it's Peter Jackson and he's doing King Kong and, yeah and this one was we've got to do a King Kong movie I guess so we're gonna do this and we got Godzilla so we're gonna do King Kong and do you feel like this was a necessary movie to do mm, I guess it was necessary to show people what not to do it was necessary <laughs> uh, to play off how bad the mummy was in a like a creature feature mm, I gotcha. Yeah. To carry on the badness of yeah. these, yeah, that's it. Looks like this is the eighth movie, and like there have been eight King Kong movies, but and, but only two modern time ones, right? Uh, the other ones, you're are right? Really 2005, old, right? 2017. That was 2005. Peter Jackson. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was more than a decade ago. Okay. Well, then maybe timing wise, maybe it was okay to say, yeah, let's do another Kong movie because that was long. That's so weird. 
Time's flying by here. Um, getting old. Um, but again, I still feel like were people really clamoring for a Kong movie? Maybe they were. Maybe there's a lot of. I wasn't. Uh, Rampage. Have you guys seen the preview for Rampage? Yeah. You know what? Do you did you ever play that game? Yeah. Yeah, I did. The okay. the yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of Godzilla and mm-hmm. King Kong like. It's this giant monsters that tear up the city in this game, but it's a movie now. Yeah. It's called Rampage. Is the Rock in it? Yeah. Oh, yes. of course he is. <laughs> Man, I'm really I've I've been getting sick of that guy. Ooh, I, yeah, I Kong, hate to say it. Another one was Kong Lives with Linda Hamilton. I re- I do remember seeing that one. Sorry. Yeah, The Rock. Uh, you want to put Rock in a movie? He'll he'll come in your movie. I bet. I don't know. I say it would generate money, but I don't know if that he'll do your movie for free probably. Well, because it gets him so much buzz and everything yeah. else. And he'll make you a little bit of money. Sometimes. I mean, I think he's the most popular right now than he's ever been. That's true. I think, and he doesn't even need—he doesn't even need wrestling to be popular. That's true. Um, let's rate this movie, okay? So here's how we rate this, Braden. We have one horrible being oh, pretty bad. It's pretty bad. We have five horribles being um, the worst possible movie you can imagine. There you mm-hmm. This is a flaming dumpster <laughs> fire of yeah. a movie. Where do you think this one ranks on that scale? One to five. I got to say... Five of the worst. Two. A two. Because it had redeeming qualities, but it that's, still was not great. That's a good... Actually, that's probably a really good definition in general for that rating system. And visual effects were pretty solid. Okay, so two, we're saying it has redeeming qualities. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can that go on the box quote? I feel like, like we need to maybe make that rating and you just wrote the number when, 2. When the Blu-ray awesome. when the Blu-ray comes out, it's got all those quotes from like, you know, uh <laughs> Roger and Ebert and or not Ebert. Horrible but, movie podcast, yeah. a 2 rating <laughs> has redeemable <laughs> qualities. Oh, has redeeming qualities. Speaking of Ebert, he gave this movie a 3 out of 4. Oh wow. Yeah. A 3 out of 4. Well, someone from his website. He'll did. do that. Yeah, yeah. Not he'll him. do that yeah. sometimes where I wonder if HMV will ever be a, a quote on the back of the I'm going to start movie. doing it on Twitter, though, where I just like <laughs> like movies that have Twitter like handles and stuff on there, like they're the official ones. I'm going to be like, the horrible movie podcast says, Nash, and then quotes, has redeeming has qualities. Redeem, has redeeming <laughs> qualities. I, I would love for Kong School Island to come out and have three quotes on it. One says, bombastic. Then one says, you know, best movie of its kind. And then horrible movie podcast has redeeming qualities. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I love it. Mm. <laughs> it has also redeeming qualities as well. Gosh. Um, John Goodwin. He's good. John, yeah, exactly. The, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that a, whole, uh, a podcast called The Horrible Movie Podcast will never be featured on the back of a Blu-ray. <laughs> well, now now you're limiting yourself. Now, <laughs> now once we are, they're going to come back and be like, they don't deserve this. They said this. Yeah, yeah. Now they'll never know. Has redeeming. I'm going to write this down so I can do this later and see what happens. Redeeming qualities. Okay. Um, okay. Brayden, what have you been into lately? Uh, lately? I mean, if we're talking about or, my... What are some hobbies you have that you like to talk about? You could tell people about. Maybe they don't know about, or maybe you know a lot about them and you want to expand on their knowledge. Well, uh, it's kind of ironic because I'm kind of a film buff myself. Okay. More like a good film buff than a bad film buff. <laughs> this movie was painful for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like, I like film. I like going to the theater, the Alamo. Love the yeah, It's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, I have my own podcast that I do. Okay. Uh, I got like. Tell folks about it. Yeah. It's called You're Not Dying. It's Braden Hughes. It's, uh, well, you know, with or without the Braden Hughes. I kind of just tack it on so people like, yeah. oh, Braden Hughes, that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know Braden. <laughs> yeah. From that one podcast. Uh, now I have uh, nine episodes. The ninth one came out at the time of this recording. Uh, it's about teenage life, pretty much, uh, high school life. Well, most of the time it's about how much I hate things in the world, pretty much. Yeah. But, uh, like, this last one I talked about how much I hate athletic wear, people wearing it all the time. No, it's, yeah, so, it's, it's comfy. I wear it. <laughs> it's comfortable, but, you know. No, but it's not, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I'm with you. Everyone, uh, everyone wears uh, Under Armour stuff. That's true. All the I, time. I don't, but. Nonstop people wear Under Armour yeah. stuff. They're not a sponsor on the show, so I can say that. Um, okay, well, very cool. Yeah. What else? Tell us a little bit I more. Just, I just found it on iTunes. You just uh, search You're Not Dying mm-hmm. and uh, pop right up. SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I enjoy doing that. It's bi-weekly. I don't do it weekly. It's a lot of uh, a lot of stress, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, especially with school and stuff. But uh, yeah, 
that's that's what I got. I'm a, I'm a film buff. I've seen a lot of movies. Uh, I really like the Oscars. Not this past one, really, yeah. that much. I thought Get Out should have won because mm-hmm. that movie was really great. Did, as, now Jordan Peele won, won something with the director, right? Screenplay. He, screenplay. He won best okay. screenplay, cool. which was deserved. That was a great movie, I, Get, I thought. I, I don't watch a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. You watch a lot more movies than I do. Yeah. Um, Get Out was my favorite movie of last year. Yeah, it, no, was, it, was, awesome. it was really, really yeah. good. Innovative. Most yeah. in, I think the most innovative movie I've seen is probably Get Out. And I, I'm a huge Marvel buff. Like mm-hmm. for that movie to come out in the same year as Spider-Man: Homecoming, and for me to say I still like to Get Out more is really saying something about that movie. Homecoming was great too. Yeah, I, I loved Homecoming, and, and it's a really close. Like it's Homecoming's in my top two, top three of the year. But Get Out is the best, man. I kind of got away. I kind of got away from the whole Marvel thing for a few years, and the thing that brought me back was a new Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, cool. I love Spider-Man. And yeah. Tom Holland does a really good job with Spider-Man. It's great. Yeah, it looks really young, and he's like actually 22. So, Oh. Is he really? Oh, yeah. I would have never guessed he's, that. He's older. He's He looks 15 in, in, well, in the movie. Well, good casting on wow. that part. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. What about uh, Guardians? Do you like Guardians? Uh, yeah, uh, first one better than the second one. Yeah. But uh second one wasn't bad. It wasn't the worst sequel I've seen. Right, of course. Uh, it was better than Kong. Yeah. Yeah, so. Ant Man. Ant Man, I thought was better than people said it was, uh, but I still think Paul Rudd was miscast. He was, really, he was too funny for that role. Hmm. It wasn't really the. He didn't seem like because Ant Man's supposed to be like this con man that just got out of prison, and he didn't seem rough to me at all. He seemed too they, funny. They gave him a bunch of redeeming qualities too. <laughs> redeeming qualities, yeah. Where you know, where it's like, <laughs> you know, they gave him some redeeming qualities, like he was a nice guy and yeah. blah blah. blah. Yeah, it, it kind of they kind of put it like he was didn't he wasn't set for prison, like that wasn't his life. He was just there. I don't know. Oh, gosh, I don't know what he did wrong. But. So what what you're in the movies? I'm sure you're caught up on like what's coming out. Yeah. What what what's like a couple movies that you're really excited about that's coming out this year? I gotta say, number one is this movie called Sorry to Bother You. Really? I don't know if you've heard about it, but uh, it's this rapper. I forget his name. He has, he has a pretty distinct name, but he's he's it's his first movie he's directed. Uh, so it's called Sorry to Bother You, and it, the trailer is like bonkers, dude. It is so like that's cool, cool, out of the water, like really weird, but looks great. It's coming out the summer in July. It looks yeah, like. looks cool. pretty good. Um, Phil, you have anything going on? Um, I'm trying to catch up. I'm like, I was just talk, mm-hmm. talking to Braden about like, I don't watch a lot of movies, but I'm trying to catch up on some of the ones that I haven't seen. So, um, it's a long movie. It's like two hours and 45 minutes. So I only watched the first half of it last night, but, um, started watching the, the Blade Runner sequel. Yeah. Oh, cool. 2049 yeah. Yeah. last night. And, um, it's really good. It's got, I think it's got kind of a slow start. Like I, I only watched the first half of the movie, which is mm-hmm. probably not the non exciting half, Yeah, but, um, but I, I really liked where they're going with the franchise and I hope they make more too. Like the replicants, they're like on like gen two of Repl- like version two of, of the replicants. And I think it's starting out really strong. I got to finish it, but um, I don't know. I, I think over the next couple of months, I'm going to try to catch up on everything I missed from last year. Did yeah. you see the original Blade Runner? No, I haven't. But I was going to say, if there's one person that they should that should follow up Harrison Ford, it's Ryan Gosling. Yeah, that makes sense. He's the yeah. same type, but modern. He's like kind of like that bad boy, like yeah. good good looking kind of how Harrison Ford was. You know, mm-hmm. he he is Mr. Cool in this movie. Have you oh, seen? Yeah. The movie? I have not seen it. I want to see it. He is super cool. Yeah, he, he you're right. He yeah. does embody the Harrison Ford like confidence and like I'm gonna come in here and clean shop. Yeah. So cool. I'm I, I can't wait to see how it I ends, loved but... uh, the original Blade Runner. That's the only thing yeah. that's stopping me from seeing the sequel is uh I've I've heard you have to see the first one. Oh really? And the first one doesn't really translate to modern times very well anymore. No, it just it, you're absolutely right about that. And they were talking about that on Sif Pop one one of the shows on the Studio DNA network mm-hmm. that um like Aaron runs that show and he's like like the the guest that he the co-host that he usually has on the show loves it but he's like man it is just it doesn't hold up like it's really hard to go back to that original movie mm-hmm. unless you grew up on it like if unless that was like your jam when you were and that was not me right, I, was, right. I didn't grow up watching that so yeah yeah so yeah it just it's hard like, have you gone back to watch mm-hmm. the original mm-hmm. i've seen the original i like the original i i think i think it's it holds up in its concept and in its themes and plot and the acting, you know, all that kind of stuff. Great, but, great setting too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like really innovative setting. But man, it's hard. Like if if you if you were born in the '90s and like didn't grow up, or I mean, 2000s, you were born in the early 2000s. 2000, yeah. In, on, in on 2000. Dot, yeah. So I mean, like unless you were born before that, I think it's hard to watch now. 
just visually. Just uh, real quick, Braden, in, uh, social media stuff. Tell people where they can connect with you. Uh, Twitter, I'm at Braden Hughes. Maybe Braden underscore Hughes. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Instagram, it's where I post all my stuff about the podcast and what I'm doing. That's Braden, at Braden Hughes. Uh, I'm not sure what my Snapchat is, but I post stuff on there too. Snapchat, so. I love it. And that's uh, I I hate it now. Oh really? Oh you know, the, the 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 new update. It's You're rough. Done. It's rough. Okay, yeah. well, and, and people are searching for it as Hughes with with no e. Yeah, so no, yes, no e in my spell, last name. Spell form. Yeah, H U G H S, and it's B R A D E N H U G H S. There you okay, go. There you go. Cool. Find them, guys. Uh, there we go. Braden, thanks for being on. Yeah, man, it was fun. Uh, you rock. Thanks. I'm gonna tell folks. Listen to this. Um, I'm running a. Um, <laughs> I'm. I'm. Here's what I'm doing. I've got a contest going. Okay, I've got a contest going. Here's the contest. Uh, I never did wrap up the radio, by the way, so we're just going to have to fix that. But anyway, <laughs> um, here's the contest. Go on iTunes. You're going to do this. You're going to rate and review. Leave a comment. Take a picture. Take a screenshot of you rating and reviewing it, ra- rating and reviewing it once it's posted. Email it to jack at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com, and I'll put your name into the hopper for our monthly Amazon gift card drawing. I've already got three people that have emailed me to get in this month's drawing. How about that? That's great. <laughs> Just trying to find a way to get more <laughs> reviews. Jack, and, you know, I, I must say, you, you have redeeming qualities. I have redeeming <laughs> qualities. Uh, Braden, you can feel free. Email me, take a screenshot, review it, and take a picture, and I'll put your name in the hopper. Awesome. You're, you're, you're able to do it, too. So, anyway... Just trying to find a way. Just trying to find a way in this world here, folks. This world, the strange Skull Island. I don't know. Surrounded in a storm. Yeah, it's unpenetrable. <laughs> even well, even yeah. Google Earth can't penetrate this. I mean, apparently helicopters from the 70s can. They can. So. Jeff Bezos from Amazon could as well if he had to. <laughs> um, anyway, and Sam Walton from Walmart. Okay. So, um, Raiden, thank you. Yeah, it was You're great. awesome. Um, Later, y'all. <laughs> Take it back now, y'all. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the horriblemoviepodcast.com.